Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, boo. Hey. So really quick. Today's episode is sponsored by the Mind Your Business series event. It is on March 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia. This event is for all my female creative entrepreneurs who want action steps. This year is all about putting action behind what we are doing. So we are making moves. We are doing the things. So these, this is for any of you that want some action steps on how to get to the next level in your business. Like if you're ready to upgrade and, you know, start making that money, this event is for you. So if you are ready to talk about all this and if you want to meet some amazing speakers, these women are making moves, like they're making legitimate moves in their business. If you guys want to learn from them and take some inspired action, I want y'all to come hang out with me March 23rd in Atlanta. Go over to she'sacreative.com forward slash MYB series. That's she'sacreative.com forward slash MYB series. I hope to see y'all there. <laughs> Hey, boo. Hey. So I'm super excited today. We have my girl, Megan Joy Yancey here, and we're going to be talking about motherhood and building a business. So hey, Megan, how are you? I am well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just excited and looking at all your Instagram feed, like you're such goals. So um, real quick, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yes. So my name is Megan, and I have been building my own businesses from home for about the past five years. So I have a business with Young Living Essential Oils. I have a team of over a thousand people that I get to lead and do life with in that. And then social media, my website, all of those kind of things tackled all in one is another thing that I get to do every day. Okay. And most importantly, guys, the reason why I say she is goals is because she is a mom of six. She has six little ones and mm-hmm. she's wife on top of being a business owner. Like, girl, you do it all. I don't, uh, I bow to you because that is, <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. So like, how are you able to juggle all of that? Like, what would you say is your biggest piece of advice to women who have children and they want to start their business or to women like me who we don't have kids yet, but you know, we're just trying to think like, how can we juggle mom life versus our business life? Yeah. So I might have a different perspective on it just because I do homeschool the kids. And so I get a lot of time with them. And so in one way I'm like, I don't feel as guilty often that I have a lot of time away from them because I'm working from home and I'm homeschooling them. So everything we do is based off of home. Um, But I just, I remember seeing so many moms and it was like, they would do motherhood for like a good 20 years and then they would be empty nesters and they're like, okay, now who am I? Now what do I do with my life? And I just didn't want that. I didn't want to like look back and be like, okay, start back at square one now. And so I have really found that it's possible to do what you want now and to kind of live out your dreams now and pursue those and do that at any stage of life, whether you feel you're too young or too old or whatever it may be, that you can pursue those passions and you can do it when you have young kids. And so obviously, you know, I keep thinking like, okay, balance is achievable. I can achieve balance. And then other times I'm like, yeah, no. Like balance is not a natural thing that can happen. And I think it's just 
learning from your experiences, being open for growth and taking it one day at a time. And so uh, today, for instance, so my husband also works from home. He is a realtor and he, he left this morning. He went for a workout. He got home. I went for a workout, came home. He had to go do some things for work and he came back so I could do this podcast. And then he's got to go work some more. And we're kind of like tag teaming homeschooling. And so I'm very blessed that I have a partner that is doing this with me and grinding with me today and each and every day and being with the kids. But um, every day looks different. And so it kind of is like this juggling act. But I do, most of my decisions are based on what will cause me less stress. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just, that's the choice I make. And, um, and we kind of roll with it. I love that. And I love how you talk about the point of, you know, instead of waiting until our kids are, you know, out of the house and, you know, gone. And now you want to work on your business 20 years later, like, why not go ahead and make that jump now? And I mean, I love that you kind of made the caveat of, you know, you are homeschooling your kids. So it is maybe a little bit easier in a sense, because your kids are always home. So a lot of things you can kind of work around them. But um, do you have any like specific, um, like scheduling tips? Like, I like how this morning, you know, you, your husband, been worked out you watch the kids now you're switching now to this podcast so you know like do you have any other kind of hacks that you have found have been useful when you're trying to juggle your family life versus your business yeah I definitely plan everything out to a T like we my husband I have our google calendar I have my planner where I have specific things like I have every single task I need to do in a day and a lot of those things don't get crossed off in that day. And I'm really okay with that. Yes. So I have a good amount of structure and an enormous amount of spontaneity and flexibility within that. Because again, what will cause me less stress? I can get stressed out that this didn't work out what I planned out. Or I can be like, all right, let's roll with it. And I'm not going to be stressed. And so um, my husband and I have really honed in on time blocking so that we get specific time when I know that, okay, I have four hours. I'm about to work on this project. That means that the rest of the hours of the day, I can be very intentional being a mom, being a wife, cooking, cleaning, being a friend, all those other things. And so time blocking has been pretty helpful for us. It's not to say we do it every single day, but we do try to implement structured work time. And even like you know what, let's take this whole day and let's just do family stuff today and let's have the phones away. And so um, it's not the same every day for us. And that's probably like my loosey goosey ways. I think my husband would probably be like, Monday is this, Tuesday is this, Wednesday is this. And I was like, yeah, but what if I want to go get coffee with a friend on Wednesday? I don't want to have to move everything around. I just want to be like, yep. So (laughs) um, structure plus spontaneity has been really good for us. I like that though. I like how, you know, cause so many people, they want like that one thing, like what is the key to, you know, being able to balance both of them. But I think that the key is, you know, having, like you said, that structure, that structure, but then also being spontaneous as well. So I love how you kind of marry the two to basically create like a dream life for yourself, if we could say it that way. So that's, that's really awesome. Like I, I applaud that. Hopefully <laughs> do the same thing. I don't know. We'll see girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's a it's the secret sauce sometimes and then other times it doesn't work so it's all just sometimes i mean and i think that's something that we have to roll with in business like yes as uh, as entrepreneurs like it's going to be times where we can plan it out and there's going to be other times that it's just like hey the world is falling okay let's figure this out so you know exactly. <laughs> there's no way to really get around that so yep. i love that you kind of explained it like that <laughs> so I know from stalking your Instagram, of course, that you were on a Target ad with your kids. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that whole experience, like the process of how you did that? And then like, how have you been able to use your social media platform to like land these big opportunities like your Target partnership? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll be honest, I, I thought that like social media would kind of open the door for us to do modeling things for the kids, but it has actually not been the case. So, and I actually wrote a blog about it because I had to do very strategic things to get my kids into the modeling world, talents and talent agencies and things like that. And I really only did it because my oldest daughter was interested in it. And then I was like, oh, well, I do have five other kids. I suppose I could just lock <laughs> their names into it and see what happens with it. And uh, we continue to do it because we get to build them their Roth accounts, their like in future investment accounts when they're little, which is just really neat to set them up for success that way. Yes. It um, is. Yeah. So they, I wrote a whole blog about it. I have a lot of people asking me, how do I get my kids into it? It's on my website uh, and you can go see everything with that. But I was in a, it's a Valentine's day like matching family shirts with uh, two of my daughters and one of my sons. So it was the four of us in this shoot. And it's, it's a really roundabout story. We were at a target shoot for one of my daughters and I had to bring all of my kids with, and you're actually not supposed to do that because you're only supposed to like be, have one parent per kid. So it's mm. there for but I'm a rule breaker. So <laughs> I didn't have, a, I didn't have a babysitter. So I was like, well, I got to bring all my kids with, and they're, they're decently behaved at times when I'm in public. So um, I had someone come up to me and they're like, Hey, you should like put your whole, like send your talent agencies that represent us. You should send them the pictures of your whole family, you know? And then, then if there's family gigs, then they can put you in for it. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I got home that day and I just sent like fam, our whole family photo, not really thinking anything of it. And then we got a, we got a call and like a gig for Target and it was the four of us. And I, I felt honestly like really weird because I was like, I'm not a model. Like this is so <laughs> odd feeling to me, but it actually was so much fun. They really liked it because my kids were comfortable with their actual mom versus like a model mom there. Mm -hmm. And it turned out really great. It was so fun to see the outcome of it. Um, and then it's just something that I get to share on social media along with it. So they actually are kind of pretty much two different entities of things that we do, but I love that I get to share about it. I think that's so cool though, um, that you are able to highlight that social media isn't the end all be all. Um, you know, it's just like people think that, oh, you know, you get on social media and, you know, you can blow up from there. But there is like some background or like outside work, I guess, that goes into it. Like you said, you have to deal with the talent agencies and all that different kind of stuff. And really, when you get it to social media, it's just posting it, you know, as 
relevant content, but not necessarily like, oh, Target is actively, you know, scouring Instagram for models for their, um, for their shoots and everything. So I, I love that you're able to kind of separate the two. And I think that's something that's really interesting because I do get a lot of people that want to know like, okay, well, how do I get social media to, you know, land these big partnerships? But it's, it doesn't just stop and start with social media. So, yeah. And I mean, entrepreneurs, we know multiple streams of income. That's the way to do it. Yes. Yes. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. Well, your Target ad was beautiful. I loved it. Every time I saw it, I would just get so excited. Like, oh my gosh, I know that girl, you know? So, (laughs) and I know those kids. So many people on social media would message me and be like, I see you on Target. And so (laughs) it's really fun to see. It's really cool. It's really cool. So we're talking about, you know, social media and just being kind of in the public eye in general. How are you able to deal with internet trolls? You know, like, I know myself and I'm sure some of my listeners, they're kind of hesitant about sharing their family on social media due, due to these trolls and all the hate and stuff. Like, how do you kind of break through that and what helps you continue to share your family, which is, you know, probably the most important thing to you? How are you able to share that, you know, without being afraid of, I guess, the backlash or, you know, just dealing with those internet trolls? I think it's been a growing process because I think earlier on I would be like, oh my goodness, why do these people say these mean things and these cruel things and they don't even know me. And then I think I've kind of grown into it where I'm like, oh yeah, they literally don't know me. They don't know my heart. They don't know my family. They don't know us. I don't know them. I will not spend even one ounce of my energy or my emotions on caring what they think when they don't even know who I am. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think it's very different because people who like actively follow and participate in what I'm sharing, like they're following because they relate with something that I'm saying. So I don't often get cruel messages from people that are following me for a reason, but we have had some family photos go viral and those photos people are ruthless on. Really? And, on your family photos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's crazy stuff people say. And, like, really just, really just insane stuff that I – but the thing is, is they'll see a picture – and I should, I should preface. It's pictures that went viral of our family that, like, weren't from me. They were, like, mm. someone made a meme okay. of our family. And so – People are seeing this meme. They don't know that an actual real life family is attached to it. Mm -hmm. So I actually have like a pure raw perception of what people think when they see our family because they don't know that someone who's actually behind that photo is reading what they're commenting on. Mm -hmm. That's kind of insane. But again, I'm like, they literally just think that they're commenting on a meme. And so they're saying whatever that comes to their mind that I don't even, I could care less about all that stuff. It doesn't even face me. Um, But I would say it hurts more when it's people who are saying it that you love or that you thought loved you. You know, that's where I think the, the, the hurt comes in more. Um, but when it's just like internet trolls and haters, honestly, I'm just like, I, I really don't care. Like I, I can't let that affect me because I got to show up every day for all the people who are here and cheering me on and who I want to cheer on. So I just can't, let my emotions be affected. That doesn't say that it never happens, that something did maybe cut me a little bit, but I, I can't stay in that place because 
I got people who depend on me and I want to be my best for them in those situations. Um, I'm also just naturally a more open person. And so it's easy for me to be like, yep, I'll put it all out there. I'm going to give you the raw and the real and I'm good with sharing it all. Uh, just because that's just naturally built into me. And I'm also not like a, I, I'm, I'm not a huge numbers person. I'm a more relational person. And so I will look at every message I get in my inbox, but I might not have any clue how many likes or comments or any of my insights and analytics are for my, for my social media. I probably should as an entrepreneur, I probably should, but I'm just not a numbers gal. So, you know, I'm not looking at all that and, and how well it was received. I'm more listening to the conversations that I'm having with people that were fruitful and productive and that we can encourage one another in. They're like, man, I really related to what you said here. And I love what you're sharing about your family here. And then I can hear their stories and um, kind of use the space of social media for the good things. I think that from what you said, you really kind of just set healthy boundaries. It's like, like you said, these people don't know you, you know, people that comment on, you know, I mean, I just can't believe someone will make a meme about your family, but these people that are commenting on that, they don't know you from Adam. They don't know that there's a real family, that there are real people behind what they're, you know, responding to or laughing at or whatever they're doing. And so it's just like, why do they matter? They don't matter at all. And um, I mean, I just kind of felt encouraged listening to you talk about it because it's like, you know, we don't have to get caught up in everybody else's personal issues because what people are saying, it's a direct reflection of who they feel they are as well. So yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, I mean, why are we worried about them? We should worry about the productive, like you said, the productive, good conversations that you're having one-on-one -on -one building relationships with people. So no, yeah, that was really inspiring for lack of better words. That was <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, glad. I'm glad. I think I, it's also not a lot of that thing. A lot of those things aren't overnight it's like yeah. this constant like okay I can't put my focus on this right now and I need to continue to make that decision that I'm not going to stay in that place and that I'm gonna yeah focus on the productive good fruit bearing things yes totally I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more so let's shift a little bit I am sure that your life as a mom and a wife and business owner I know that that can be hectic we've kind of talked about all that craziness so I also know that you're writing a book how do you stay motivated in your business when things get hectic and you have all these projects like writing about? I mean, I can barely keep my head on straight and I don't even have kids. So I can only imagine like how it goes for you. So like, how do you stay motivated on those days that you're just like, I am completely over it. Or do you even still have those days? I don't know. If I have those days that I'm completely over it, I stay completely out of it. And I just, mm -hmm. if I try to push myself into doing it i'm going to have a subpar product i'm not going to be giving my best and i'm going to not enjoy it and again my personality is if it's not fun i don't want to do it i really like to just have fun in everything i'm doing <laughs> and so if it becomes overbearing this isn't to say that you know i'm i'm lazy or that if like no i have a lot of natural hustle a lot of natural motivation to the point where I have to stop myself from working sometimes because I'll just keep rolling with it because I'm having so much fun in all of it. And so if there comes a day where I'm not feeling the motivation, it does not happen often because I truly love all the things that I do. But when I have one of those days, I don't push it. I am like, I will do something else. I'm not feeling it right now because I know that. Um, so I know that within a couple hours or probably the next day, 
I'm going to be ready to like hop back into the projects that I'm working on. And so I know that it's going to come back. So I just, I know that I can't push it because I'm not going to have fun with it. And that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur and doing the things that you love is that you're enjoying the whole process. And so, um, that's, that's my simple way of saying when I'm over it, I stay over it until I'm back in it. And again, that does not last long. I don't let days or weeks pass where I haven't done anything because I, I got to hustle. I got to do things and I want to deliver what I am supposed to be delivering to my audience and to my market. And so I don't stop, but I'm okay with some pauses. Oh, now that was a word right there. You don't stop, but you're okay with the pauses. And I think so often we as entrepreneurs, we're so caught up in like, okay, we have to always be working. We have to always be doing something. But if we're not feeling motivated, if you're not feeling inspired, and like that's one of my goals for this year is to do inspired work and take inspired actions. And so when I'm not feeling it, like I literally don't try to push myself. I'm just like, okay, today is not going to be a day for it. Fine. And then I try to jump back into it tomorrow. And it's about having that healthy balance really of knowing, you know, when you're just needing a break. And I think sometimes we look at a lack of motivation as something negative when really it's probably our body telling us that we need to take a break. We need to take a step back. So I love how you kind of just explained kind of how you just, Hey, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it right now because business should be fun. Like you should enjoy what you're doing. It should never feel like a chore. That's why we don't work nine to fives because those are chores. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. That, that is, is perfect. So true. That's what I just, I feel like there's this generation before us and it was like, you work for 40 years for 40 hours a week doing something you don't like or hate or are impartial to. And that's your lot in life. And that's just not, that's just not how it has to be. Exactly. Exactly. It does not have to be like that. Yeah. Um, you couldn't have said it. <laughs> that's the best I've ever heard it. You don't <laughs> have to live like, like, we don't have to live like that. I just, I mean, cause I just think about myself and I'm just like, no, I'm not going to go back to a job. Like <laughs> I don't have to live like that. A job that you actually enjoy go for it but there are a yeah. lot of people out here that are miserable you wish you could spend more time with your kids you wish you could spend more time with your spouse or whatever and you're just staying stuck in something for what because everybody else is doing it that doesn't make sense so right yeah. right <laughs> so we were talking about you know your whole life in general but i would like to know specifically what's next for you like i know about your book so you can talk a little bit more about that and just any other products you have coming up yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have to put a harness or something on myself to hold me back because I have all these ideas <laughs> and I actually shared my 2019 goals on Instagram and I had a couple people that were like, uh, that seems a little lofty. Like I wouldn't <laughs> overcommit yourself, Megan. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I put a lot out there. There's a lot I want to do, but I'm also okay if it also doesn't all get done right now, because at least I have my sights set where I want to go and what I want to do. Uh, I really, I have a couple books in the works. Uh, I'm writing a devotional with my daughter right now. And that is a really fun project. I am wanting to get out a children's book this year, along with my nonfiction book. And I say that this year and you know what, it could be a couple years, but you know what? I have it all on the docket and uh, I keep telling my husband, I want to 
own and host and run an Airbnb, which is just like so feels random, but it (laughs) totally excites me. The idea of it just pumps me up. Like I want to design the place and I want to market it. It really, really jacks me up. So that might be in the works for this year too. Nice. Okay. These are all great. And I love how you have this big, like you have all these big goals and although everybody may not understand it, at least you understand that you're just setting your sights on something. And if it happens now, or if it happens a little bit later, that's perfectly okay. But I just find it so funny how people can comment and say, oh, those sound like it's too much. Like, don't worry about what's going on over here. We got this. (laughs) It's so true because I know my capacity. Like, I know what I can and cannot handle. And so when I put that all out there, and people are like, oh, why would she think that that's even something that somebody can do? And I'm like, that's my capacity level. Like, there's other things that somebody else can do that I'm probably not gifted to yeah. accomplish that. But the things that I that get me excited, that get my heart racing, like, that's just, good. that's just part of having fun in life. And I will just so happen to most likely make money from it as well. <laughs> no big deal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, really quick before we head out, I just wanted to go through a really quick rapid fire round. I asked five questions um, and it's just whatever you think first, that's what you answer. Ready? Oh, I am excited. (laughs) Okay. Question number one, what is your favorite color? Gray. Right now it changes often. You kind of hesitated too. (laughs) I know because, because... I was like, oh, it's kind of burnt orange, but it's kind of mustard yellow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's gray. It's gray, but it changes. It just changes depending on the season. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm horrible at rapid fire. <laughs> well, you're excused for that one. That's fine. <laughs> Question number two, what is a non-negotiable in your life? Oh, goodness. Rapid fire. I'm really bad at this. Um... This is supposed to be quick, but I'm having to rattle my brain. It's okay. I'll cut out all the dead noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, um, I don't even know if I have a non-negotiable. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just so flexible person. I mean, I guess I would just have to say maybe like my time with God, like that's just, that's mm-hmm. going to happen every day. Like that needs to be, I need to have that. That's first and foremost. Okay. That's a good one. That's a great one, actually. Question number three, what is your favorite kitchen appliance? A cutting board. Really? <laughs> that's not even appliance. Do you see how bad I am at rapid fire? <laughs> it does count though. Like. <laughs> because honestly, I don't have many um, appliances. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then that makes sense. I mean, I don't either, so yeah. I, I I, <laughs> do you want me to explain cutting board? Huh? You want me to explain the cutting board? Totally, yes. Explain the cutting board for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, try, I get rid of most kitchen appliances because I truly believe less is more. And mm. I love my cutting board because I prepare my food on it. And, like, we make fresh bread. And I oh. cut it all up. And then I serve it to the kids. And it's just, I don't know, it's just special. Hmm. It's kind of like multi-purpose, you know, you can cut things on it, serve things. So yeah. Okay. Now I feel silly because it's not even appliance. (laughs) It totally counts. We're counting the cutting board today. (laughs) Kitchen utensil or kitchen item. And my brain is not meant for rapid fire. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) Question number four is what time do you wake up every day? 
six Ooh. unless it's five thirty because the baby. Oh man, you guys are early risers. Wait, so what are the ages of your kids? This is a side question. How old are they? Uh, nine, eight, six, four, two, three. He just turned three and mm. nine months. Oh my goodness, you have a baby baby. Oh yes, I've seen her picture. She's the cutest. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> okay, last question. This is one that I ask everyone is, what does it mean to you to be a female creative? Oh, I think it means coloring outside of the lines mm. and just going where your heart leads. Whether that is being able to use that in entrepreneurship and bringing in money, or if it's just something you're passionate about in life mm -hmm. and really being open to exploring, because I think we put ourselves in these boxes of what it's supposed to look like. And this is what I did when I was little, or this is what I wanted to be when I was little, instead of at any point in life, I can learn new things and I can do new things. Yes. I love that. That was perfect. Thank you so much. So tell us really quick where we can follow you, like your website, Instagram, or all that jazz. Absolutely. Uh, on Instagram, it is at Megan Joy Today, and it's Megan with an H, so M-E-G-H-A-N-J-O-Y-T-O-D-A-Y. And my website is www.meganjoyyancy.com. So it's Yancy with a Y. It's like fancy. <laughs> but Yancy. Sounds like people spell your name wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just had a Vancy the other day with a V. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. People used to get my name wrong all the time. I just shortened it to K. Don't even worry about it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Megan, for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about motherhood. And you guys definitely go and give her a follow. Go and look at her website and all that good jazz, y'all, because we're a community and motherhood is something that a lot of us are going to go through and experience and just figuring out how to balance that is so important. So thank you guys for listening. And Megan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You are so fun to talk to. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're just awesome at this. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative podcast or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram. And check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you, creative darlings, so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.